Hiya, and welcome back to another Ropers Rant, where this week I'll be talking sour grapes from Bolton, ghost seating at Brisbane Road, and are we the real deal in League One this time around? Eyes down for a full house, and off we go. In the lead-up to the Bolton game, there was a fair bit of traction on, traction on social media from away fans. As I touched upon a couple of weeks ago, they were moaning about the ticket prices, only being given 1,200 seats, and then the prospect of the game being called off when we announced an early pitch inspection. Well, pride comes before a fall, and once again we deservedly toppled a supposed League One big gun. Try saying that with your teeth in. Since the final whistle blew, I have seen wide-ranging opinions from visiting fans. Some being very gracious in defeat, and some packing enough sour grapes to last a lifetime. The Bolton bench were very prickly as well, which included some very choice language from one of their subs at the end of the game, when he couldn't take a bit of banter, from a certain person who sits in the west side. Hmm. Oh, well, that's life. Even the Bolton manager, Ian Everett, was a bit salty in his post-match analysis, moaning about the conditions and the pitch. Really? Ian, the conditions are the same for both sides, and the pitch was pretty much perfect. I mean, we seem to play football all right on it, and if your lot stopped hoofing the ball Steve Evans style, you might have got somewhere. I do hope no Bolton fans are listening into this one. Moving on, let's have a bit of a bash at the empty seating inside Brisbane Road on a match day. I am told by director Marshall Taylor that the bulk of the no-shows are season ticket holders. Now, don't get me wrong, everyone is entitled to purchase a season ticket offering better value for money. And of course, there'll always be genuine reasons why ticket holders cannot attend on a Saturday or Tuesday. But the the level of no-shows is both concerning and frustrating. On Saturday, I met six different people, all of whom had turned up in the game, not realising it was a sellout and couldn't get a ticket. OK, in this day and age, maybe they should be checking the World Wide Web. But with almost 25% of season ticket holders not turning up every week, it is hugely frustrating to the club on two levels. That being lost income and the fact that we could be even noisier and a little bit more intimidating inside Brisbane Road. The week before, we just smashed Pompey in their own backyard. We were and still are unbeaten this year. We're keeping clean sheets for fun. And yet there must have still been at least a thousand spaces on all four sides of the ground. It's fantastic that our actual bums on seats numbers are likely far higher than they have been for years. But surely the club are at a point where they perhaps have to introduce sanctions for ticket holders not showing on numerous occasions. On that point, is the exchange scheme working? We haven't seen any real data from the club about the take-up of people firstly advertising tickets and then those that are purchased. In fact, I see several messages a week on various social media platforms where people are asking for tickets and or being offered. This is great, but surely the exchange scheme needs to be fully operational and successful to help fill those gaps in the stands. Come on, O's fans, get yourself down to Brisbane Road. It's a laugh at the moment, and you don't even have a leaky East Stand roof or the old bill lobbing people out the west side anymore to contend with. It's fun. We're winning. Get on down to E10. On to my third and final point. Planning the next issue of the fanzine for February, I am penning an article about how much of a real deal we really are. When I first went along to the O's with my dad, God rest his soul, we were a second division club. That's championship to you younger types. Since then, there have been two occasions when we looked, we might just be making a return there. In the early 90s, Peter Eustace, on the back of some sterling work by Frank Clark, built a decent little side, more than capable of living within the third tier. 
We pushed the top six, but never quite got there, mainly due to terrible away form. Then, under Russell Slade in 13-14, we did, of course, go agonisingly close. That side had so much guts about them and some quality thrown in, but we won't linger too much on how it ended. But the question here is, were they both full storms? The records in the third tier were there for all to see. They were excellent, and there can be no doubt that O's fans truly believed we could live at a third tier level, but could we get to the second tier and stay there? I have already asked several fans, particularly 40 plus, to give me their views on does this feel different this time around? Are we really building to a glorious return to the championship? Do we have the infrastructure or planned off the field activities to compete? Does it feel real, the squad, the manager? For me, it's always a difficult question because in my view, the human brain will always work in the present. Last year's glorious league title, followed by a now much more settled side nestling firmly in mid-table, gives leave to see everything in the garden is rosy. Let's face it, it is, even if there is still much more work to be done to achieve the end aim. We have a stable board, a very ambitious manager and a young and exciting flourishing squad now sitting in 10th. That's not a bad springboard to start, is it? If anyone would like to offer their opinion for the article, then I'd be pleased to hear it. You can email me your thoughts to Panda Fanzine, that's P-A-N-D-A-F-A-N-Z-I-N-E, Panda Fanzine 1881 at gmail.com. All thoughts and opinions are relative. For now, though, let's enjoy the here and now. I gather almost 2,000 are travelling westwards on Saturday. Yes, 2,000, you heard that right. And whilst we will no doubt offer our best wishes to Reading fans and their current plight, we want to continue the amazing run with another win. And if Sol Brinker chuck in a cl- another clean sheet, then happy days. Be loud and proud in Berkshire and up the mighty O's.